Each year, over 500,000 kids spend time in foster care across the U.S., and making sure they're well taken care of takes a village. I'm Erin Lindstrom, and this is Foster Care Aware, a production brought to you by Tidewater Friends of Foster Care. If you've had it on your heart to become a foster parent, a volunteer, donor, advocate, or just want to learn more, you're in the right place. This episode of Foster Care Aware is brought to you by our friends at the Barry Robinson Center. For more than 25 years, the Barry Robinson Center's foster care program has provided quality foster care and foster parent training. When a situation requires a child or teen to be away from their biological family, BRC places them with stable, loving, and nurturing foster parents until the child can return home again. Occasionally, when returning home is not possible, they also assist the foster family through an adoption process. While each child and situation are different, the Barry Robinson Center takes the time to get to know every child's background and family situation. They work closely with their foster parents to ensure the right fit between foster family and child. If you're interested in learning more about fostering with the Barry Robinson Center, you can call 757-455-6100 or visit barryrobinson.org. Hey, welcome back to Foster Care Aware. I am Erin Lindstrom, and I am joined by Audra Bullock, the founder and director of Tidewater Friends of Foster Care. Hi there. And today we have with us Chuck McPhillips, who's representing Next Step to Success. Chuck, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Erin, and great to be with you, uh, Audra, as well. Yeah, we're we're so excited. And so, Chuck, if you wouldn't mind taking a moment and introducing yourself and tell us a little bit about your connection to uh, both foster care and summer camp, which is today's theme. Sure, Aaron. Thank you. Well, um, Next Up to Success is a, a new and bold and um, significant um, initiative, venture, if you will, being launched by uh, those of us at the Barry Robinson Center, which has been around now since 1934, um, with a whole gamut of programs, um, including both residential and community-based programs. One of our most important uh, community-based programs is uh, therapeutic foster care. We'd like to work with our friends at Tidewater Friends of Foster Care and other um, friends of, uh, of foster care. Um, and um, uh, this new community-based program is Next Step to Success, which is all about helping to equip uh, youth uh, to build the independent, resilient character they will need to earn success and enjoy happiness as adults. Um, it's uh, something we've reflected on um, for a number of years. I was on the Mayor's Commission on Poverty Reduction in Norfolk in 2013, which had a deep impact on me as I did a deep dive with my fellow commissioners on the uh, uh, sources of, of poverty and, and, and difficulties in, in, in living circumstances and really developed a passion for uh, confronting the root causes uh, head on. Um, and um, so that led to uh, exploring how we at Barry Robinson could be um, instrumental in dealing with this. You know, in Norfolk, uh, our poverty rate is roughly twice the poverty rate in the rest of the state um, among children. Um, foster children, especially, it's, um, it's, it's close to a quarter of our, our, our childhood population. So Rob McCartney, our CEO at Bear Robinson Center, and I have been talking for four years uh, leading up to this. And um, about a year, year and a half ago, we went to the courthouse and got a permission to, uh, to launch this program, um, put our assets to, um, to work. And uh, we've been working up to this date. We'll launch this summer with our first summer camp. 
Brilliant. That is amazing. Thank you so much for sharing a little bit about like how that came to be as well. Cause it is, it's always interesting for me to hear the, the story of like, where did this inspiration come from and how are we as humans who are working together, right. As part of this village, um, each kind of taking individual steps. And I really appreciate hearing that, you know, doing one thing that's government related then leads you into uh, the nonprofit world. And I just think it's fascinating. Um, so I'm wondering many times when we think about summer camp, the idea that comes into our head is like beautiful nature and kids running around and cabins. And while I think all of that is brilliant, there's more happening uh, beneath the surface here and really on an emotional level. And so Audra, I'm wondering, can you share with us uh, from your perspective a little bit about what what's actually happening there? Why is it important? And then Tidewater Friends of Foster Care actually supports some programs. So I'd love to hear about that as well. Yeah, sure, Erin, particularly for kids in foster care, because they're so disconnected from their support systems. Um, you know, they're removed from their homes, they're in surrogate families, and they don't always get the opportunity to kind of have the normal childhood experience. So summer camps offer that opportunity, but it also allows them to build soft skills um, that they don't necessarily pick up in the classroom, um, interpersonal relationships. And a lot of our kids struggle with trust issues. So these opportunities are so, so important. And what, what Chuck said about, you know, poverty is, is highly correlated, and at least in our region, with kids coming into foster care. Now, it might not be causality, but it's definitely correlated. And so these kids share um, a kind of a common gap or a common ceiling that prevents them from moving forward. So one of the things that I love about, you know, getting kids together to have, you know, common experiences in an environment where they can relax, relate, build skill sets, I think that really propels them forward, gives them a chance to relieve some stress. And, you know, make relationships. One of our focuses for our camp program is getting siblings back together, reunification through summer camp, because often kids are separated by foster care. Um, just because you have a brother or a sister doesn't mean you get placed with your brother or sister when the whole group comes into foster care. So we're big on reunification through that. Um, and I love that this next steps for success builds on some of these really important life skills. So I was wondering, Chuck, if you could tell us a little bit more about the structure of the program, that it's it's a summer camp, but it has elements after summer camp too, right? That's right. And thank you for those remarks, Audra. I think you hit, hit it right on the nose. Um, uh, yes, well, we, in the summertime, we have the opportunity to have a full day program. So summer camp, so we'll begin, uh, you know, begin in the morning and go all the way the afternoon. Um, we'll uh, provide transportation for those uh, in need of it. Um, and um, we'll uh, have the benefit of the uh, St. Patrick uh, School Campus uh, for the summer. So we have very good facilities uh, for folks to stretch their legs and stretch their minds and stretch their uh, stretch their wills. Um, and then when we go into the academic year, it'll be an after-school program. Again, we'll provide transportation for those in need uh, from their host school and, and get them home at night um, as well. So uh, it'll just be a little bit different format, uh, summer camp versus um, academic year, but what will be in common is uh, um, uh, they'll be getting a workout. Uh, maybe it's a character workout, uh, self-development workout. Um, it'll have a lot of benefits for their academic um, 
success, uh, at preparedness, and skill sets. But it's, we're not going to be teaching math and science directly or anything like that. But you can't help but learn it uh, if you get into a fun group project where you're, um, you know, solving a problem, which might involve uh, science, it might involve uh, math, it might involve history. You never know. Um, but by bringing um, uh, young folks together, ages 13 to 15. Um, similar backgrounds, but with diversity uh, amongst them as well, um, and letting them tackle group projects, uh, exercises, um, uh, games, if you will, have some fun together, um, uh, rather than sitting around, not going to sit around and listen to a bunch of boring lectures. We don't, we're not going to build their character and their capacity by, by talking to them. We'll, 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 we'll have conversations, right? They'll be mentoring, they'll be coaching, um, and ultimately, there'll be advocacy. Um, uh, what we hope to impart or to provide for these young folks is the, some of the advantages that people coming maybe from wealthier circumstances or different uh, home environments have in terms of having advocates for them. Folks who really love them, who, uh, who value them, who respect them, who are investing in them. You know, our only way of success is if these children, these young people succeed. That's our return on investment. And so we're putting considerable resources because we believe in this passionately. We believe these children have, have every right to the same opportunities. And if maybe they haven't had all the material uh, circumstances, material benefits, but we can provide the, um, the other benefits uh, that, that um, uh, you know, a, a good environment can provide in terms of helping develop their values, um, their, um, their self-confidence, their optimism. Yeah. Optimism, that practical hope is so crucial for uh, overcoming the challenges we all have in, in life. Doesn't matter you know, where you're born, to what station you're born, you're going to have challenges, you're going to have failures, you're going to have impediments, have, uh, obstacles, and it's, it's how you deal with them. How do you recover from the setbacks? Do you have that optimistic mindset, that growth mindset where you're going to you know, you're not a failure. You're not, you know, just because something goes wrong, it's not because you're, there's something permanently and pervasively and personally wrong with you. Things just don't always go right. It's how you respond to that. How do you learn from the setbacks? How do you grow from them? How do you become stronger, grittier, um, more resilient, develop the self-control? And the good news is it doesn't matter if you come from a very poor background or a very affluent background, the end result all depends on your life is those personal characteristics. If, if you can harness what's in you, find within you with help, with people who love you and care for you and coach you and mentor you and work with you, counsel you, you can go anywhere you want to go. You really can. Um, if at the end of the day, well, I know we'll talk about the success sequence later. Um, the truth is if you can get there, um, develop these personal traits and follow the success sequence, there is a, an overwhelming likelihood that when you're an adult, you'll, you'll live in a family that's uh, middle class or, or, or more uh, or higher income and, and happier and, and more stable. Right. So uh, this is just letting an opportunity to, to folks who haven't had all the chances that some others have had. Yeah, I love that. There's some themes I'm hearing are one is access and access is, is truly important. Number two is this sense of building community within and among these children. And there are numerous models of this working, not this particular program, that that camaraderie, that building of a support system among peers um, that, that really does help in the long term. 
and then overcoming kind of intergenerational issues that tend to hold many of our community members down. I mean, let's let's face it, a lot of the kids that are coming into foster care um, are coming from communities that many, many generations um, of their family members have lived in those same communities. And, and cycle after cycle, things get a little bit worse, not a little bit better. And I love that this is a step to help these young people become not only productive adults, but what we see often are future ambassadors for their own you know, communities to help make things better. So I, I think that this is a tremendous vision that you have, and I think the long-term impact will be really amazing. Thank you. I, you know, uh, what I'm about to part goes back to Aristotle. Uh, Aristotle said, happiness belongs to the self-sufficient. And if we can help young folks develop the optimism and the uh, practical hope that they can be self-sufficient. Uh, they can earn the success. They'll get there. They'll get there. Um, you know, we're going to make them feel belonging. They're going to belong. They, they have every right to have high expectations. A fellow named Wes Moore wrote a book called The Other Wes Moore. Um, I don't know if anybody listening uh, has read it, but um, the Westmore wrote the book. Uh, you know, he came up outside of Washington D.C. Not, not a rich family, or anything. Um, and he had his struggles, but he had loving uh, parents or grandparents. And, and 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 when he started to get in trouble, they, they loved him enough to put him in military school. And he learned from that experience, and was, he ended up going on to be a Rhodes Scholar. And he heads up the Robin Hood Foundation in New York. He's a nationally known speaker. Well, somewhere along the way, he met the other Westmore. And the other Westmore lived not too far from him in poor circumstances, but that other Westmore didn't have the mentors and the coaches and the foster parents and those who, who, who intervened and showed him that love and, that, and, that, and challenged him. And one thing led to another, and ultimately he's in a, a scene where I think it's a policeman's killed, and, um, uh, uh, and anyway, he's in jail, prison for the rest of his life. And the rest of the wrote the book was kind of asking the question, you know, why did I end up where I ended up? when I kind of started out the same place as the other Westmore. And it was the other Westmore that had the answer. Uh, he said, you know, we're not the product of our circumstances, but the product of our expectations. And the other Westmore who life hasn't treated so well, there was never the expectation that you could rise out of that poverty, that you could you know, uh, complete your education, you can avoid crime and drugs and things like that and, 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 and um, you know, have your own family and, and, and go on to success. Westmore wrote the book. His family, uh, his coaches, his teachers, uh, his friends, they helped him develop those high expectations for what he could go on to do. And so um, we, we really want to uh, help these young folks develop a high expectation for themselves. I had a teacher one time, actually the at the school where I went to high school, he, he said, Chuck, uh, the worst thing I could ever tell you is I don't expect much from you. Yeah. And you just got to sit and think about that for a second. Yeah. What you're saying is, right. you know, you really, well, we're going to expect a lot of it for these kids because we believe yeah. in them. I think you, make a, had them, you know. yeah, you just make a brilliant point about the power of mentorship and having people surrounding you that can see something bigger um, for you and holding space for that, which I think just brings up an interesting point too, that when we talk about summer camp, obviously like in the moment, there are some amazing things happening that these, uh, the kids going to the camp will experience in the moment, but there's also long-term effects here. 
right? Or at least we hope that there are long-term effects to actually uh, shift the way uh, things are. Can you speak to that a little bit? Well, yes. I mean, the uh, there's been a lot of uh, research on this, but I think we just kind of know it intuitively. Um, you know, you, you are born with certain genetic traits and IQ is somewhat correlated with, you know, what you've inherited, not completely, but largely. But the truth is success and happiness are much more closely associated with these personal characteristics, these personal character skills, these traits than IQ or immutable genetic factors, whatever they might be. And, 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 and you might be at one stage of life a pessimist and you might not be all that gritty and you might not have the best self-control because you've come up in difficult circumstances where it's hard to have those uh, attributes. You, you're, you know, you're going through adult, uh, what called adverse childhood experiences, ACEs, um, you might be in poverty, you might have an unstable or chaotic family background. So it's, you know, it's sort of a, um, it's the old fight or flight uh, scenario, but um, with somebody who loves you and works with you and coaches and has fun with you and, and you with friends, you can, um, you can develop those skill sets, those characteristics that are so much more closely associated with success and happiness in life than anything in your, in your, in your um, you know, in, in what you inherit in any which way. Um, so how do you get that out of a summer program? You get it by, you know, learning together, failing together, um, overcoming impediments together. Uh, you learn it, you learn social skills by working with each other. You, you learn to be able to be, you learn to be reliable, that you can rely on somebody and they can rely on you. Uh, you build relationships, as, as Audra said, the trust, um, that's such a difficult Thing to accomplish in, 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 in difficult, in, in hardship uh, situations. But in this kind of environment, you can learn how to trust and, and rely on folks. Um, you can work on your core values, of course, learn how to mediate or resolve disputes uh, when they come up, how to manage anger when that surfaces. Um, you know, you, you, you don't just say, hey, I want to be this kind of person, you know, and Abracadabra, you're this kind of person, resilient and uh, charming and uh, successful and, um, and reliable and gritty. You become that kind of person by doing it. Mm. Your character is simply, a comp I didn't say this originally, uh, it is simply the composite of all your habits. You know, that's who you are. It's what you do and what you do routinely and habitually. And so working on those habits that are productive and constructive and safe, um, you know, help you actualize, fulfill your, your, your potential, your God-given potential. Um, that's what's kind of, you know, you're, you can have fun doing it, right? You know, you're not going to be sitting in a boring classroom. Uh, classroom shouldn't be boring, but uh, it's, not, it's not like we're teaching you math and science directly. You'll learn it indirectly, but you're going to have fun working with your, your kids your own age. And, uh, Absolutely. And I think that's yeah, I think that's important too, that it is outside of the classroom and that there's room to really be yourself and kind of figure out who you are as you're met with these opportunities and people who are surrounding you uh, that are supportive. So it's a really incredible opportunity here. Um, so for anyone listening, uh, Next Step to Success is open to foster youth and youth in general are also welcome to uh, learn more. And you can do so by checking out the Barry Robinson 
uh, website at barryrobinson.org and click on the tab that says next step to success. You can also send an email to next step the number two success at barryrobinson.org or call 800-221-1995 for more information. Um, Chuck and Audra, thank you both so much for sharing about summer camps and these incredible programs that are going on in our community. I think um, no one, we don't necessarily always think about what it takes to actually get these up and running. And I know that there are so many brilliant minds behind it. Um, and so just thank you both so much for your, for your work and for your energy and for sharing. Uh, thank you, Aaron. Thank you, Chuck. Thank you, Audra. Honored to be with you today. Thank you. And a big thank you for listening. Foster Care Aware is all about getting the word out about how you can support the kids in care in whatever capacity works for you. And Tidewater Friends of Foster Care is here to support you through the journey. To learn more, head over to fostercareaware.org where you can join our digital community of Friends of Foster Care and learn more about how you can provide a birthday or holiday gift for a child in care as one of our gift sponsors, stay in the know about upcoming trainings, and help meet the needs of current foster parents and youth as they arise. Whether you want to be a foster parent, volunteer, donor, or advocate, head on over to fostercareaware.org to learn more.